Previously on the Nostalgic Front Podcast. And then also, I like it when you go to a grocery store and they have those big bakery areas, like hy yeah. have them. And then you go to a grocery store that doesn't have that, and you're like, what the fuck? Plus, it's How good these now. poor bastards not have a bakery section? Now that I'm by hy V's, I can go get their chips that are good. Yeah. And not have to give money to Frito-Lay, PepsiCo. That's right. Fuck them so, so much. Yeah. Um. Let's see. I'll tell you some of the things I've been up to this week. I... um. First off, I'll say that I I got into something that you have always been into and that I dabbled with back at when we back in like 2010. Oh, you're a dabbler. I used to dabbler. Now I'm all full. Dabbler bore. is my favorite X-Men. Was a dabbler. Now I'm full bore. Full bore is my favorite X-Men. <laughs> oh, crap. We got to record this podcast thing. It's not the nostalgic back. No, it's a nostalgic front. If you don't listen to it, then you're a dumb fucking Live from the Des Moines, Iowa studios. I'm Brandon Ream. And live from the Brooklyn, New York studios, I'm Patrick Hasty, and you're listening to the Nostalgia Front Podcast. I did a Muppet thing. Uh I have my arms up. Uh Whoa. Whoa, intruder in the studer. Yeah, like we're starting a show and she's popping her head in here. Yeah. Hey, like she want, owns the place. Hey, you want some uh, snickerdoodles? I got some snickerdoodles. <laughs> hey. Rice Krispie treats. Hey, you want some Rice Krispie treats and Kool-Aid? Hey. Hey, you want a, you want a surge and half a uh, sal- salami sandwich? Hey, Hollywood's all about who you know, and I know Crackle. Yeah, that's right. Uh, How are you, buddy? Me? Yeah. Honestly? Sure. You want to know? Yeah. Me? Uh-huh. Fantastic. It's funny because when you make the shotgun sound, I've noticed on these on these microphones, it uh-huh. drops the audio. I don't know oh. why. So then whenever we listen back to it, it's just like. Oh, and then it's cause, over because we stopped giving our money to the fucking audacity. Yeah, we fuck fuck audacity. They're bad, bad boys. Um, What's new? What have you been up to? Top of the show type. Oh, stuff. boy. You know, just uh, open mic in mm-hmm. all, all around Des Moines, Iowa, the 515 back in the grind. Yeah. Seeing all the uh, seeing all the new kids and uh, fucking crushing, crushing, just destroying. You got any new ones? You got any hot new ones? You can tell me uh, they're all new right now, baby. You haven't done comedy in a year and a half. Yeah. Like, all my jokes are uh, brand spanking new. Just doing that house. Yeah. Housework. Housework, yeah. You know, dog mm-hmm. work, wife work. Sure. Work Make, work. Yeah. A happy, you know, they say happy wife, happy life. Oh boy, do we like going and looking at antiques and not buying anything? Yeah, sure. It's fun. Oh man. Why do you want to spend your money? You already you already saw it. Well, you just want to go around and look at all the stuff you don't want to buy so you can figure out what you want to buy. Yeah. To to fill this fucking house. Brother, have you guys taken the trip to Walnut yet? Walnut, no. We did go to Modville and Adele. 
Oh yeah, sure. I've also, been to jail. Stoked that I just remembered who was the person that told me about this town called Walnut. Yeah, it was me, man. I yeah. trust me, buddy. It's good. Also, we drove down to Adel, Iowa. Adele. Uh, it's Adele. Oh yeah, yeah, like the singer. Mm-hmm. All right. Or All the right. Wisconsin. You're going to Adele, dude. <laughs> dude, you got Adele. <laughs> Anyways, we're on our way to Adele. And uh didn't I completely, you know, you live around there forever. I forget what winter set has to offer. Yeah, winter set's a good for, place. And I forget who I'm driving with. Yeah, she because, don't know nothing. Yeah, as soon as we drove by the sign that said Bridges of Madison County tourist info, mm-hmm. my wife damn near drove us off of the road with excitement. Yeah. Yeah. Big big fan of that uh what's his name? Uh John Wayne's birthplace. Clint, Clint Eastwood's rod. Uh, yeah, yeah, John Wayne's born there. Uh, Fred Clark, baseball hall of fame, is born there. Oh, Fred Clark. George Washington Carver lived there when he was teaching at Iowa State. Did he? Mm-hmm. Huh. It's a big town. It's a uh, winter. That's, that's fun. a that's a hell of a commute. Uh, maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was just while he was like in the area. But yeah. That he had a farm there for a, for a number. Like they of didn't years. even have an interstate system. Winter state winter sets interesting because, mm-hmm. um, it's not Highway Thirty Four. I don't. Think, I haven't but, done a winter set in years. Oh yeah, me neither, man. Not since <laughs> winter twenty nineteen. Uh, you can drive. Uh, so like winter set was a town we'd stop in if we took the back roads to Des Moines from my hometown. Oh yeah, like you take Highway Thirty Four uh-huh. across East West, and then you hit maybe some small highway north south. And then Adele was All a town we'd always, stop. we'd always stop in Adele when we were on I-80 because you stop yeah. there and you get like that. Ga- There's like a come and go or a Casey's or something. You stop well, and get a drink. A- Adele is the gateway to the east, yeah. Iowa. Yeah, That's west Iowa. Say. Or what? Well, it's a gate. It's between it's on, in the middle. Hey, yeah. Eye of the beholder, you know? Uh-huh. Speaking of 515. Oh, now, I thought you were talking about speaking of bee holders. No, Those speaking guys of blow a lot of smoke up your ass. Speaking of 515. Now you mentioned you've been going around the 515. Mm-hmm. I got a text the other day. Okay. Ooh. You know, texts, right? Uh, cell phone yeah. stuff. T9. Um, I got a text the other day. Rise of the machines again. Now these are six. These are Iowa area codes. Okay. 641, uh-huh. 515, 319s, 262s. So Ready, I got break. I got this message. Here's a group chat for next year. Okay. I don't know any of these people. My first thought. Okay. This is like some fucking Iowa Des Moines comedy stuff. Okay. Yeah. Maybe that new festival that's happened or something. So the next text comes in. He, he, can everyone put their names? And I'm like, okay, yeah, this is probably like some dumb comedy thing. He, he, maybe that's a play on T, he, you know what I mean? Uh And so I say, yep, I'm unclear who is who. And then I get a reply. My name is Eliana. And then the next one is it's Marcus. And I'm like, okay, this is not, I'm not supposed to be in this chat. (laughs) Like somebody fucked up, but I'm going with it. And you're like, who's, who's taking Saquon Barkley? Well, no, what happens next is Marcus goes, I don't know if y'all got the email from Alexis, but there will be a security deposit we need to cover should be a hundred bucks per person. If I'm correct, do September 1st. So then immediately, are you going to shenanigan? Oh, yeah, I'm doing it. Oh, nice. You got to do bits, right? So, so right away, I reply, wow, $100. That's pretty steep. Can we get it down? And then they say, <laughs> and then uh, Eliana comes in with, oh, but I need to pay to do the four. I need to do the 420 with no dollar sign. So I'm like, okay, Eliana smokes reefer. That's cool. Yeah. 
And then I say, I didn't get the email from Alexis because I didn't, because I'm not supposed to be a part of this group chat. And then Marcus goes, my bad. Also, it's going to be about $200, not $100. And I said, Jesus. And then he screenshotted the email. And that's when I find out all these people are getting a house together in Ames for Iowa State. And this is them having to like cover the rents and stuff and the deposits. And then then somebody says, I think it splits up like this. Eliana pays 420 plus 105. Everyone else pays 105. Then everyone is paid an equal amount of the security deposit. Not sure where the other hundred is from. And I said, okay, well, we should really talk this down to about 40 a person. Also, sorry (laughs) to be a bummer, but I have been added to this group chat by mistake. My name is Patrick and I live in New York City. Uh, I Googled Alexis and see you all live in I go to Iowa State. I went to Iowa State. Hell yeah. Go Cyclones. Good luck with the apartment 420 and don't take out student loans. And then they're like, oh, my God, I love this 420, 420, 420. <laughs> uh, the kids so are all right. It was so funny. It was so great. We're the yeah. kids of America. And I, it all happened like it was that wasn't five hours. That was literally a walk with Murphy on Thursday afternoon. Uh-huh. So I'm walking Murphy out on the street, you know, in the middle of my work day. Yeah. And I'm going through this. And it was like I could keep this going and bleed it. But it's like I've already had enough fun by saying let's talk yeah. the money down. So that was that. That's not not nothing big, but okay. What else you got? Tell me some more uh, top of the show type shit. Oh shit, that's it, man. I'm Looking just... up antiques. I love that. Have you guys bought anything yet? Uh, we actually just bought a whole lot of furniture that's uh coming in the mail. Where? How? Article.com. A lot of nice shit. Mm. They come and they put it together. Oh, nice. And uh yeah, so we got an L couch. Nice. Spanish for the couch. Look out. Is yeah, it yeah. Uh, got a Shea Lounge? Spanish for Shea Lounge? I don't know. That's where they uh, write weekend update jokes. Oh, the Michael Chase. Oh, yeah, the Shea Lounge. The Shea Lounge. Uh, because we have we don't have an L couch, but we have a Shea Lounge on ours. That's really nice. Brother, I haven't even gotten a chance to hook up a fucking video game system. You got to get it. You got to get your shit in order, man. Yeah, I do. You don't got nothing on the walls. Those walls behind you are bare, dude. <laughs> I've fucking worked two Saturdays too. Oh wow, busy boy! This is nonstop, brother. Um, got my birthday coming next weekend. Excited for that. Forty? Yeah, wa- Are you gonna, gonna be forty? Thirty-nine. Good, good. I'm gonna I... be staring that fucker down though. Yeah. Got it. Got to figure out a time to watch Gremlins too. That's fine. It's and, on uh, HBO Go, I believe, you. or HBO Max. It is. Um, I'll tell you some of the things I got. Some of the other stuff I did other than this group Prank. chat. You fucking Ashton Kutcher over there. Yeah. Fucking um, jackass for you know that's the thing I say on stage. I'll be like, uh, I'm a bit of a prankster, you know. Ashton Kutcher, he's also from Iowa. Yeah, Jamie Kennedy, also from Iowa. And then I go, uh-huh. I'm just kidding, he's not from Iowa, but I'm a remember, prankster, so you bought it. <laughs> remember when Jamie Kennedy pulled that prank and then somebody shot him in the head? <laughs> Wait, is that Clueless or is that the, the movie Scream? JFK. Oh. <laughs> Jamie, oh, you mean Jamie F. Kennedy? I see what you're yeah, saying. Jamie F. Kennedy. Um, oh boy, remember uh, when Jamie he's F. Our, Kennedy? He's our only ex-president. <laughs> Jesus, you are doing open mics, man. You're on fire. Uh, uh, right. Let's see. Okay, so here's what I've been doing. I watched the NBA. Watched the Bucks win. Rooting for the Suns, but I'm happy the Bucks won. I like Giannis. I thought he had a fun, fun yeah. finals. If your um, team names the Bucks, you're going to win a title. 
Yeah. If you're a Tampa Bay or if you're a Buck or if you're both, championship. Are there any more? Tampa Bucc- Bay Lightning. Other, I know, but are there other Buccaneers or anything? I don't know, but if there are, put your money on them. Yeah, that's true. Um, I I had a fun week where um for my job, my day job, not talking mm. my comedy career now. Day job. Uh, uh, fighter of the night life. <laughs> uh, uh, of course, I could start singing the Gin Blossom song Day Job, but nobody needs that. Um, I get to bring in uh, temps sometimes with people to help me out when I need extra hands. Mm-hmm. And so this week I got to bring in two friends, friends of the show, Gideon Hamburger and Carmen, oh, yeah. La- Carmen Lagala. Now, been working with both of them. It was really fun. They brought something to my attention and roasted me like it was the biggest goof up of all time. Okay. Yeah. Remember a few weeks ago on the show when we found out that you say uh, pillow instead of pillow? Yeah. Okay. So what I found out is, okay, Reem, let's say you got a piece of wood and you need to find out how big that piece of wood is. You got a piece of wood and you got to find out how big that piece of wood is. What do you got? What do you do? What do you have to do to figure that out? Uh, Tape measure. Say that again. Tape measure. The second word. Measure. Okay. I am not doing a bit. I'm not being funny. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to. Nobody's ever accused you of that, Patrick. Not trying to make anybody have the worst day of their life at work. But I will tell you, I I have been saying measure. Measure. My entire life. Uh huh. So like, if you think Jesus was born in, if I was gonna do a tape, I would tape measure. But the most fucked up thing of all, way in the measure, is so you know. Like a dot, like let's say you're at a car accident, and they gotta save your life using extreme measures. I was saying that measure mm. the correct way. I thought right. those were two different words. As opposed to an extreme measure when you uh chug some Mountain Dew and then whip out your tape. Yeah, or when you whip out your tape and it's huge, so you gotta use an extreme measure to check it out. Yeah. But yeah, measure. And measure. The, the God, they roasted me like I was a Good. fucking like I was fucking, you fucking uh, deserve it. The way like, you walk around. <laughs> Full of piss and vinegar, yeah. acting like I don't say things wrong. And there is a lot of things that you will say. That's why I asked you with the pillow thing. Mm. Are you saying that for comedy or is that exactly how you say it? Because, you know, sometimes I'll yeah. say things. I say Wait. soda for comedy. Soda. Yeah. My, my instinct is to say pop. But pop. at some point I started saying soda because I thought it was fun. This was just I had no idea. And I got to my mid 30s before anybody ever was like, hey, buddy, it's not major, you moron. Ugh. Let's see other things. Our I, uh, side of the mid thirties, though, right? I'm in the middle still. I'm. I. I don't know. I think I'm 37. I'm rounding down. I'm damn near 32. Uh, and then other things. I uh, yesterday I went. Uh, the wife, uh, Stacy, and I, we went and played mini golf at Pier 25 in Manhattan, oh, and that was yeah. great. Yeah. Has Has anybody ever had a bad time playing mini golf? As soon as we got there. It was oh, so. What happened was we met up with the Hambrights and the little oh, Rogley. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we the plan was we were just gonna go play, because last weekend we called Stacy and I called to go play, and they were like, "Yeah, it's dead. There's no way you'll just walk right in." Well, this week it was not the case. We didn't call, so we ended up not. We ended up just walking around the piers, had a good day, had dinner with the Hambrights, and then they left, and then Stacy and I went and played mini golf by ourselves, and it was about a fifteen minute wait. But it was a great time. Also, yeah. 
what just do you show, just what do you, speed play and be like, hey, we play through? What do you think the price? How much do you think New York City, New York City, you're going to play 18 holes of mini golf? What do you think they're charging you for that? Oh, boy, I've, I've, been, out, I've been out of the uh, oh, mini yeah, golf I, market I for, oh. for a while. And, <laughs> I thought you were uh, going to say I've been out of New York for so long. I don't know. And uh, also, I, uh, I'm going to go with right in the price of a movie range. So $16 adult for 18 holes. $10 a piece. Not bad. 18 holes. They give you everything. It was great. And my first hole. They got I fucking, good snacks. You could get snacks. We didn't because we had okay. just had a dinner. Uh-huh. Um, but it was it was so fun. And you're you're asked to elbows with people because like it's groups going, you know, boom, boom, boom. But oh, they're exploding. We didn't become friends with the people ahead of us minus. But you definitely did have some fun interaction where yeah. you're like, oh, now, God, you know. Now, is this your uh, classic gimmicky course or you're just fun, like challenging course? Because there there's the two where you have like, you know, apes. Yeah. And clowns. Nothing and like that, which is unfortunate because I've never played mini golf in a situation like that. Yeah, I'd love to like, hit a ball. Not even a, a windmill. I'd love to hit a ball through a windmill, but it was complicated at times. There was like a yeah, lot of like both are yeah. extremely fun. Yeah, I'll, I I'll had a blast. Either. You'll see those more, though, like if you go to like Disneyland. Yeah. And you can't get into Disneyland. Uh, so you go miniature golfing. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, I told Stacey, I was like, if we did this once a month, I'd be happy. I, I had a good time. Um, yeah. All and of a sudden, you're like cutting out early. <laughs> we're great. We're like, yeah. uh, holy, we're going on that show. Holy moly. You know, where, yeah. Where are those people? The people who got like really fucking good at mini golf, like for all the stupid shit that ESPN has put on. Oh, like, my God. The Olympics are happening. And I've seen five sports I've never heard of already. Yeah. Why is it mini golf in the Olympics? They got any uh they got any uh gaming on there? Like uh e gaming? Yeah. No, not that I've seen. Maybe though. In the future. They could do like uh you know <laughs> Twitch track and field power pad Nintendo. Oh man, like Mario, uh like a Mario speed run. Yeah. That's fun. Uh yeah, that closest I ever got to a Mario speed run was drinking Jolt Cola. Yeah. Closest I ever got was when I did a bunch of speed with my buddy oh. Mario. Uh-huh. Um, speed runs are what happened when I get the shits during a Keanu Reeves movie. Making your way in the world today takes everything you got. Taking a break from all your worries sure would help a lot. Wouldn't you like to get away? Sometimes you want to go where all the, the topics always trend. Every Patrick are your friend. You want to be where you can see. Now you will never end. You You want to be be where all the topics trend. Our new theme. That's a nightmare. That's a that could get us. That's going to get us kicked off Spotify. Oh, yeah. They're going to be like, oh, sorry, we deal with music. I mean, not in a financially way for artists, but, you know. Yeah. 
And your third wife. Yeah. Through the cat that by song. its tail. All those nights when you've got no lights, the check is in the mail. And your little every, angel hung the cat up by its tail. Every fucking TV theme song, mm-hmm. when you find out that there is a second verse to it. It's always fucky. Fucks you up, man. Yeah. Fresh Prince, DuckTales, fucking any verse in that MASH song. Yeah. Also homophobic. What Here you, we go. What do you uh, think about this show? Monster MASH. Where it's like Hawkeye and Radar, but they're like taking care of like Frankenstein. Love it. Been watching this show called Wellington Paranormal that rules. That's the. Oh, yeah. What we do in the shadows spinoff. It's great. Uh huh. Cops. It's like cops, but they have to deal with like ghosts and shit. Yeah. Do they bust them? It's fun because they they will like every episode has like a theme so far. There's only, I've only seen three episodes, but. Like there's an aliens episode and at the end of the episode, shit goes crazy. Like one of them, like there's they've all been become clones by aliens. But then when the next episode starts, it's as if like none of that matters anymore. Good. It's like they're still acknowledging. Yes, we deal with paranormal, but they're not like threads aren't coming through from last episode. Mm-hmm. Um, That's fun. OK, so trending topics, bud. Let's see them. Busy week. I got a lot fire of away. Rapid fire coming up first. Uh, I'll tell you this. I saw Black Widow. Oh, yeah. So if you want to do a little uh, talking about that, you saw it last yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, we could do a widow talking about it. We, uh, I saw it on Disney Plus, paid like mm-hmm. 30 goddamn dollars for it or something. Um, I enjoyed it. I liked it better than I thought I would. That seems to be the theme for Black Widow. Also, mm-hmm. this seems to be. I think. No, 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 no. That sounds like the theme from like Castlevania or Metroid or something. If, it, it started off, I think it started off as the theme from Predator and yeah. ended as the theme from the castles in uh, Super Mario 3. Yeah. This is how you do This is my impression. This is my impression of you doing a song, by the way, listeners, because I probably edited this out. This is my impression of Reem singing a song, okay? He's like, do 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 do. Do 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 like he, he starts, he never gets on rhythm or starts like trying to sing till he's halfway through the verse. He's a great yeah. singer. He's got great pipes. You just, gotta, you just don't have that confidence out the gate. You it's know, like you just, you're, you it's gotta like, work your way up to it. It's like you're improving, you're making the song up as you go. And so you're, you're not allowed to find the verse yeah. and the rhythm. I'm adverse to verses to find the um, verse. I, uh, uh, I enjoy, I did enjoy it. I, I agree with a lot of the weird. I think uh, Screen Crush did a really great breakdown of Black Widow as a character in the MCU and mm-hmm. how this movie does, similar to what like The Bad Batch and Dave Filoni does, how this movie made all of her other scenes better in other movies. Oh, yeah. Um, and I like that. There's criticisms I, I agree with and that I don't about the movie. Like, um, I do think it sucks that she was kind of overshadowed in her own movie by a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why it was then. It, and my biggest takeaway from it, uh, my biggest issue with it, even though it's not an issue, I'm not mad, but it just it felt like 2012 or 13 Marvel movie like that third act, that whole fight. They're in a spaceship or whatever that's falling and they're fighting and shit. That just I was like, I have seen this a hundred times already. We're doing shit like Ragnarok and Guardians of the Galaxy 2 now. And like Loki and WandaVision, like 
it was really hard for me to be like, oh, fuck. Yeah. OK, this is just boring set pieces, you know? Yeah. But I don't I didn't that didn't wreck it for me or anything like that. But what and was your set take up you- that pretty cool scene where she's like flying through the air at the end? Yeah. With all, but I feel everything I, else has fallen too. I did like that, but it's like that felt like I've seen that a million times in movies that that kind of a thing. People falling and you and also like. And this no was my sky beam, though. No sky beam. You're right. That is good. Um, and I did love Taskmaster. I love the way they revealed all that. And I loved um, uh, uh, I really liked what's her name? Her name Florence Pugh's the character. The defenders I didn't know. of the lore do not like Taskmaster. Yeah, they can all eat fucking shit, though. I hate all those people. I think it's kind of funny. I'm thinking about this today that uh, all those same people will also, if you look through their comments at some point, say uh, superheroes are modern day mythology. Yeah. Where it's like, yeah, so why are you so tied up in fucking lore? They're so dumb. They're or so like, goddamn dumb. Bore. Yeah. It's it's just, a, it's all fucking whatever. Um, So yeah, so I saw that. Uh, okay, so what about Master of the Universe Revelation? Have you seen that? Saw the first episode and a half. Uh, dug what it was doing. It's definitely saying, I, I, I like the approach that it did where it basically is like, Hey, this is the next episode of He-Man. Yeah. From your childhood, but it's also made for adults. Yeah. But also like not they're, yeah. they're, they're not like insulting anybody with what they're doing. But there's definitely more edge, but it's not like just like, you know, it's not Castlevania. Fucking, it's not just like ugh, edge edge, you know what I mean? Yeah. Where it's it's just got more like I don't know, realism to it, but it's it's pretty uh Ernest, I guess. I I enjoyed it. I watched the same thing. I watched the first episode and then part of the second one just because yeah. I got tired and I, I just ran out of totally. time. But I enjoyed it a lot. And uh, the the things I didn't like are like inherent Kevin Smith things I don't like. He wrote the first episode. And so like the corniness of like... Uh, Some of the lines. Yeah. Like what's but the... They were meant to be. They were... Yes, totally. But still. Yeah. What's the cat's name? Cringer. Cringer is hiding under the table and man of arms goes, oh, come on. It's just fireworks. That's not a battle cat. And it's just like, come on, be yeah. cool. Uh, that's that's Hamill is Skeletor, right? Yeah. Mark Hamill, Skeletor. Sarah yeah. Michelle Geller is what's her name? Uh, Tila? Sorcerer or whatever. Yeah. Tila. Oh, okay. Tila, not Sorcerer. Um, Tila is good, right? Yeah. Yeah. Tila. Um, that's the thing I forgot. That's the that's the, th- that's the thing that all the uh, boring lore Cuts. dudes yeah. got mad at, right? Is like I'm assuming it's because He Man has disappeared, and Tila is like your Taking main the your main narrative uh, point of view. I think I just think there's nothing that's ever going to satisfy those fuck dumb fucks. Um, oh wow, there's a lot of cool voices in this. Uh, Evil Lynn is Lena Headey, who's uh, uh, yeah, Cersei from uh, Good and- Casting. Griffin Newman is Orko. I didn't know that. That's oh, that's wild. fun. Uh, Mark Hamill, of course, the Skeletor. Diedrich Bader's Trap Jaw, which I did notice oh, that yeah. right away. Um, and then Liam. So they Cunning- have Batman and the Joker. They do. That's in, wild. In Liam Liam Cunningham, Cunningham, who was uh, he's he's uh, Davos in Game of Thrones. Oh, he's man of arms. That yeah. voice. I thought and it was. I thought it was. Uh, fucking Qui Gon Jinn. 
that's very on point for Davos too. Mm-hmm. Davos, man of arms, a lot of crossovers there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I enjoyed it exactly for what it was, you know, and best of all, it's only five episodes. Yeah. Five 20 minute episodes. So it's basically playing like a segmented movie. Yeah. You know, the character designs are all there because, you know, that's one of the things that just make He-Man and Master of the Universe is the character designs Mm -hmm. and the settings and the backdrops. So just the coolness of seeing He-Man on Battle Cat in front of Castle Grayskull just looks good. And you don't need to make this more than what it is. Five episodes, just let people step back into that world and have it be just, you know, updated and modern and their stakes now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Spoiler alert. Moss man gets fucking iced. Yeah. You know, there's a couple, I want to give you drop a couple more cast lists. Cause I didn't know this. I, I didn't, when I was watching, I didn't pay attention. King Grayskull, Dennis Haysbert, uh, Cringer is fucking Bill Dotry himself. Steven root. Nice. And Triclops is fucking Henry Rollins. <laughs> Black flag himself. Yeah. That's See, wild. Like, this, this was one of the things I wasn't expecting it to reinvent the wheel, but it scratches mm-hmm. the itch where it's just fun to be sitting down and watching a He-Man cartoon. And I in like, I, I don't know what it is. I'm trying to like figure out why certain things I like and certain things I can't like, I have had such a hard time getting into uh, like the new DuckTales and all that stuff. I enjoy it. I think it's fun. Yeah. I like the writing but I don't want to watch a bunch. Whereas with this, I was like, oh, I could sit down and watch this whole fucking thing if I didn't have to go to bed right Again, now. It's know? only five episodes. So you just just give us a good little story arc. Yeah. You know, and, and we'll be happy. The first episode, I liked the setup. Uh, not a little spoiler here. Basically, just Skeletor finally fucking wins. Yeah. Tricking that, that's him. like the that's it's the good. perfect way to reboot. Yeah. Old ass cartoon. Yeah. Like. You, so, you know, the pitch worked where it's like basically the first episode is Skeletor finally wins. He finally gets Castle Grayskull and then He-Man stops him and they both disappear. Yeah. And then it's five years later and that's the show. Yeah, that's that's perfect. Yeah. I want to watch more. I want to see where this goes. And it's only going to take me an hour and a half to two hours yeah. to finish it. Fantastic. Okay, let's move on now. Uh, we don't have to go because these are so long now, but yeah. Bad Batch, you watched this week's episode? No, I I haven't. Oh, where are you at? Are you caught up with the last two? Uh, not the last two, no. Uh, just the first uh, episode on uh, with uh, the Rebels girl. Okay. I need to, but the flip side is Bad Batch is so good when you let a couple episodes mm-hmm. stack when up. When you binge it. Yeah, and then you can watch like two or three in a row. Like, yeah. This new one, I'll say, has it's good. It's not great. It's not my favorite episode of the season, of course. It's just like a, it's like kind of a uh, keep it moving episode. Yeah, uh, but it was good. Um, okay, now I know that you saw a film that I have not seen, and I saw a film that you have not seen. So we'll go first with the film that you saw. Oh yeah, uh, you saw Snake Eyes in the theater. Yeah, this is one of the biggest weeks on the nostalgic front, I think, as far as like this weekend. Mm-hmm. Not only was I doing research. For the trans for the movie, right? I hate the research. Yeah. And I was watching He Man. Yeah. But I went to the theater 
and fucking watch the G.I. Joe Snake Eyes movie. 39 years old next week, bro. <laughs> That's right, everybody. Baby. That's right. And I got to say, it is by far the best possible movie about ninjas and uh, terrorists. And yeah, well, it's about as good as a G.I. Joe Snake Eyes movies could be. Yeah. Pretty good action scenes. Uh, they know that it's corny. You got fucking ninjas and the, the Yakuza and cage fighting mm-hmm. and magical stones and mythical serpents. So it's got all this crazy ass shit going on at once. So you know what kind of movie you're getting with that shit, you know? But it is fun just bringing in like magic that you don't have to explain. Yeah. Where it's just like, this is just a stone that shoots shit, makes people disintegrate. And there's dead Yakuza everywhere. And you're doing what like Neo uh, Tokyo type shit and sword fighting and it, fucking espionage. It's stupid and it's cool. So yeah. like go see it in the theater. Know that it's basically like a B level fucking Fast and the Furious spinoff. Yeah. Essentially. And it's cool too. Cause I'm watching this ninja movie and then all of a sudden they introduce Cobra. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. But, G.I. Joe fucking movie. You know, uh, it's funny, too, that people are, like, mad that there's an Asian dude, oh, an, yeah. a- an Asian-American playing. The chuds are going to be mad always. But it's like they don't talk about it at all in the movie. It's it's just, like, it doesn't change the character at all that uh, instead of a German-American or just yeah. some fucking blonde white dude that it's a straight up American Asian. It's anyways, it'd have been pretty stupid too, with all of the other stuff that was going on. Yeah. It was just another fucking anyways, but I enjoyed it. It was, it was and stupid. We've seen it that. was very stupid. And fun. yeah, another thing is we've seen that fucking story so many times. There's yeah. that movie where last samurai with Tom Cruise. There's yeah. the one where uh, uh, Matt Damon does that the wall. And yeah. there's the even fucking like Beverly Hills Ninja. Like we've seen, the white uh, uh fucking the classic kung fu we've seen the white guy who's great at yeah martial arts so many times that kung pao has there at kung pao has there ever been a has there been a reboot in the last 5 10 years or an update or a sequel that everybody agreed was really really good you know what i mean uh, that like yeah. was not like like I rise of Skywalker is not an example. Well, but like, unfortunately, that's just always going to be how everything goes because uh, boring Chud sixty nine. If he complains on yeah. Reddit, gets way more interactions. I get fucking positive dude that's just like, yeah, I saw it. Uh, I knew it wasn't going to be. I wasn't expecting much. It was fun enough, and I enjoyed sitting in the air conditioning watching. Uh, yeah cool little blockbuster with people that seem to be enjoying their time. And, you know, it is interesting that they casted the guy that played snake eyes as snake eyes going forward because he's really good in it. Yeah. And, uh, pretty soon he's going to be a deaf mute ninja in a mask. <laughs> but, Oh, I see what you're saying. Cause like that's snake guy, how snake eyes ends up. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, I re- I watched uh kingdom of heaven the other day which is like a, a movie that I actually yeah. have 
I paid Not to bad. see it. I paid to see it in the theater twice when I was in London in 2005, but it was just so that we could sleep because we had nowhere to go. So I paid two. I bought two tickets to see this movie once, but I walked the other day and then there's a part where the king is like a, what do you call it? Like a, he's a leper and he wears like a metal yeah, mask the whole time. Totally. And I'm like, I recognize that voice and I look it up and it's Joseph Gordon-Levitt. And it's like, what? You got 2005 Joseph Gordon-Levitt starring in your movie and you don't even know it? Like, that's wild. But here's my review of Snake Eyes. Within the yeah. first 10 minutes, uh, you go from kid Snake Eyes watching his father get executed by a bad guy to uh, kid, adult Snake Eyes being a cage fighter to him getting recruited by the Yakuza to go do Yakuza shit. So good. That's the movie you're getting into. Here's my know? review of snake eyes craps. Yeah, no, I think it's fine. Uh, and then also, I don't think you touched on this yet. You saw two, you saw trailers. Oh yeah. Cause Dude. when I saw, I saw that movie last week, but they didn't really have any trailers before. Yeah. They had some good trailers and I tried to show up late. I bought, oh. I, I, cause I, you can get online seat. Like, yeah, oh, man. we know how the internet works, buddy. We know yeah. how theaters are. You can they show were like up late. I got the recliner seat. Uh-huh. I sit where I want, right up front, and then they get had a snack. The, uh, you get a snack. What snack you get? Just popcorn and a soda. You don't get no candy. Uh, if I remember to get some before I come in. What yeah, do you I'll mean? Get... If I remember, what's 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 messing you up where you forget to say? Oh yeah, I'll also have a candy. Do I have enough time to go to the gas station and buy candy? Oh, you're sneaking it in. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I support small businesses. You know they've had a rough year. Those theaters. Yeah, you think Casey's has had a rough year? No, not in Iowa. Those motherfuckers never even locked down. <laughs> Casey's is booming. They yeah. got new commercial. They got fucking TV commercials, a new logo. Casey's well, is fine. Well, speaking of commercials, they had the trailer for Top Gun. Mm. And I got to say, it'll be fun. It'll be fun watching that fucker in the theater. Yeah. Like, uh, they do a lot of, it feels like they just, legit are going to fly people around in airplanes with GoPros attached to it. You know what? Of all the actors in Hollywood, I trust Tom Cruise for bit. He's a maniac. He's nuts. I do think he's a crazy person, but I trust him. He's only steered me wrong. Like yeah. three times in the last he's 20 the Tom years. Brady of acting. Yeah, I don't, don't like know him, if you should, but then him. every once in a while, I'm like, all he right, this guy's Tom doing Brady stuff I like. Does a thing every once in a while when I'm like, wait, is he Tom Brady has Tom Brady has revamped his fucking personality. Oh, Tampa Tom? So hard. And I'm and this is why now me, I I I you know me, you can't realize, realize, realize. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I see through the bullshit. Okay. I studied marketing. I work in, you know, PR. But here's the deal: Tom Cruise or Tom Brady. I am unclear. Has he always been cool and just the the Belichick Patriot way so. beat the shit out of him? Because in all fairness, he's married to a cool model. He was with that other lady. He had two kids at the same time with two hot ladies. That's cool shit right there. Yeah, you know? that's cool guy shit. And like, I I, I seriously wonder about that. And Plus, did you see you his... hear other people talk about him? Like everybody yeah. is like, ah, Tom, Ugh, yeah, Tom. They love him, but he did you see his Super Bowl or his uh, White House Super Bowl thing? Uh-uh. So he had the suit at the White House. He gave a speech, or you know, he talked, and so it's the the whole Buccaneers and Joe Biden's right there, and he goes, 
you know, it was a rough year. You know, we won the Super Bowl, although for whatever reason, 40 percent of the country thinks we didn't, which is like, wow, that's fun. And then he goes staff and then he goes, yeah, people wrote it for him. But still. And then he's like, and then, you know what? I think we went through some ups and downs this year. You know, we were whatever, seven and eight, seven and five at one point. He's like, and then there's one game at the end of the game. I forget what down we're at. First time in a 20 year career, I forget what down. Everybody starts calling me Sleepy Tom. Can you believe that? And <laughs> Joe Biden goes, I can't believe it. That's great. And like, he also does the shit where he posted that Instagram photo of him out playing with his three kids. Yeah. And it's like, oh, always great catching up with uh, Wes Welker, Julian Edelman, and Danny Amendola. <laughs> he also, I don't know if you saw this. This is today. He just posted a video of him at UCLA, like doing practices. And you know, those things, they're like the two tires that shoot the football. They pass the football at you, you know, Uh he's like 30 yards out from that. You can put an otter in one of those things. He yacht or not (laughs) fuck that guy up. He he's 30 yards out. He takes a ball, throws it and it hits between the two tire things. It goes again and then comes back at him. He catches it throws it again. It happens again. Then he walks 10 yards back, does it again, hits it so hard that it catches. And then the thing falls backwards and then shoots it into the air. I can't wait until trending topics just becomes an NFL show. It is almost there. Um, (laughs) God damn. Okay. So that's my thing is he was buddies with Trump. He's he golfed with Trump the whole time. Was he like, I fucking hate this guy, but I can't fucking talk about it because my coach, is his buddy, is his real friend, you know? Has, is he a good guy and we just don't know it, you know? Who knows? Anyways, okay, so uh, you you saw Snake Eyes. You, saw, you also saw the Jackass trailer. Yeah. Uh, I cackled a few times in there. Loved it. Funny it. shit. They're bringing in uh, funny people to be like the ancillary, like... Yeah, Eric young- Andre and... Plus, they need younger people to take the fucking beatings, too. Mm-hmm. You know? The, I don't uh, think Bam is in it. No, Bam's not in it. He was like fighting with them. Yeah, well, hopefully he's doing better at least. Yeah. The, uh, you know what's fucked up? They replaced Bam with Emerald Lagasse. <laughs> uh, I watched the trailer too online. And this is now to be a little sentimental. Uh, my, I, my uncle passed away about 10 years ago. And uh, I really loved him. He was a really good guy. We were very close. And... At his funeral, I made like a video. You know, you do those things, those whatever you call them, slideshow yeah. things. So I made one for the funeral and at the funeral. And I put a bunch of music that he loved that was on his CDs. You know, one of the songs I put on there was the Johnny Cash version of We'll Meet Again. Oh, yeah. Which is the song. Trailer. And my uncle, Dickie. I mean, nothing made him cackle more than Jackass. Oh, so, yeah. The idea that I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh, the Jackass trailer launched. Let's hit play. And then immediately you start hearing that. And I'm like. And then I'm laughing my ass off and I just feel like there is some. I I love the idea of like if my uncle is in the universe somewhere being like, that's fucking funny, you know? Yeah. Like watching them get like hit in the fucking face and the nuts and the bull and everything and. Yeah, for that song. That was so. I love that. I love that trailer. I'm very, very stoked. I'm gonna see that in the theater. Oh I yeah. Didn't, I, didn't, I mean, I didn't see any of the Jackass movies in the theater. I don't. Could you imagine? Neither. I don't think I have either. But could you imagine watching it opening night 
in like a, in a packed theater, in a packed theater and where you have that contagious laughter. Yeah. Where and also the, the Delta variant, the Delta variant, which is also very contagious going around. Yeah. Um, goddamn. OK, so I saw a movie that I, I don't think you saw a documentary. I saw the Woodstock 99 documentary. It's on HBO Ooh. Max. Well, brother. Yeah. Well, to be fair, it was just one of those days. <laughs> exactly. I. Uh, Okay, if you guys, if you listeners, if you're in our age range, you know, walk, don't run to watch this documentary. It is so good there. I have two issues with it that are not spoilery at all. Uh But one thing is, is it talks, it deals, it deals a lot about the sexual assaults that happen and stuff. But they also still show footage of like the women naked the whole time and being like passed around and you see them like crowd serving and you see guys just reaching up and like assaulting their naked breasts and in a way I'm like doesn't this kind of feel like we're re-traumatizing these women 30 years later unless it's something where like they got okay from every single woman featured in the movie you know that was a little jarring after a while but then also the sexual assault of it all was a lot jarring the other thing that's a little weird is at the end they start really talking up Coachella a lot and at the end, you're kind of like, wait, is this was this documentary put together by Coachella? <laughs> uh, but the 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 organizers of Woodstock 99, the shit they say now when they were being interviewed for this documentary is insane. The women had it coming for taking their shirts off. They blame the, the one of the producer guys. They blame every single thing on Fred Durst, whose concert was on the Saturday night. The stuff didn't explode until the next night. You know what I mean? Like the weirdest thing is when all those fires were happening and it got really crazy, terrible when Red Hot Chili Peppers yeah. were on stage, they they blame them because they're like, then they go out. We asked them to call to qu- quiet the crowd and they go out and play Jimi Hendrix fire. And Anthony Kiedis is like, that was on our set list. We did sound check with that. That was the iconic song Jimi Hendrix did at Woodstock 69. So of course we're going to do it. It's like, it's not our fault. You guys allowed them to have a billion fires and no security. It's amazing. So go watch that. It's two hours long. So set aside some time. I thought it was a, it's set up like it's a television program. Huh? What's it on? HBO Max. Oh. But it's set up like it's a television series. It's like episode one of this show called The Music Box. So I thought it was going to be like 45 minutes. And I'm like 20 minutes in and I'm like, holy shit, I got an hour and 40 minutes left in this. Speaking of TV um, documentaries, it just dropped another season of the movies that made us. Mm-hmm. Looks great. Haven't seen it yet. We should of- get back to toys, but they're kind of out of all the best toys. Yeah. A lot of good stuff has been hitting right now. What I'd like to see is the toys that made us, but instead of toys, it's instead of like brands or instead of like lines, it's like maybe we learn about NECA and Super 7 and we learn about that, all the newer ones, you know? Yeah. Um, toys that are making us currently, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, so we got those. We got uh, all the films and stuff. There's just a couple other things I want to touch on before we wrap up the trending topic segment. The totally toys that made us. Um, oh, totally toys, Michigan, friend of the show. Follow him on Instagram. Uh, the Cleveland Guardians. They're still shitty. Now, did that piss you off as a lifelong uh, New York Guardians fan? <laughs> Are you afraid that people you're going to be walking around yeah. wearing your XFL New York 100%. Guardians hat? Now and everyone's going to be up, like, I am pissed. go Cleveland wild thing. You know, you think that's going to happen? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do like all of the major league slash guardians of the galaxy memes. 
oh, I've yeah. seen pop up or just little jokes or it's like Star Lord walking out to try and strike out the Yankee guy. But I, uh, yeah. What do you think? I mean, honestly, I like, I like how people get upset where it's like, you know, uh, schools and other teams have been changing their mascot names away from Indians for close to four decades now. Yeah. You know, you act like, uh, I don't know. And then Twitey, you go down those David rabbit holes of fucking idiots and stuff. And it's like, my only problem is that logo is trash. No, I like it. I like it all. I, I think, think you should have just kept it fucking simple and gone with that red C that they've been using for a while. Like, yeah, but whatever. I think, I think it's, I like, I'm on board with it all. Twidey had a great tweet that was, see the name thing, the name of the Cleveland baseball team has never really made much difference to me one way or another, but now they're changing the name because I guess it bothered some people. And since it never specifically bothered me, I've decided that this means they're doing it at me. I, <laughs> uh, I think yeah. I think it's a cool name. And also what's funny is I've been to Cleveland twice in my life, but they, it's based off of those that bridge with the, the big guardians or whatever on it. And that's the thing that when I think of Cleveland, I already thought of that. So like that makes sense to me. Like it, yeah. it makes more sense. Um, I do think this is going to be just a I think it's a matter of time before Kansas City changes their name and I'm all for it. I'm stoked. I hope it happens. But I feel like if once Washington Cleveland, you know what I mean? Like it's going to be only a matter of time. Yeah. And when they do it, I got names picked out. I think the homies. No, the Kansas city. Here's what I got. I'll pitch them to you right now. And as a Raiders fan, you can tell me what you think. The Kansas city hunt. Gross. The Kansas city. Reminds me of that shitty ketchup. The Kansas city power. Mm. The Kansas city lights. How about the suck? How about the Kansas City heart? No. And my favorite, the Kansas City stomp. No. Okay, I have reasons for all those. I don't want to go into them. Uh, they should just remove them from the league. Nah, they're going to... Uh, they're thinking about doing that with the Raiders. I don't know if that's true. Um, goddamn. And then my last thing I wanted to say is I didn't know if you would have a take on this, but... Um, what about what? Do you have any ideas on this whole uh, Texas and Oklahoma leaving the big, you know, potentially leaving the Big Twelve to go to the SEC? Uh, I haven't seen any of that, but that would just end it for the uh, Big Twelve. Are they really that scared of Matt Campbell? I, literally, the joke as a Cyclones fan, I'm like, that can't be the reason. But so many reports are being like, well, yeah, they're just sick of getting beat by Iowa State and getting beat by like random TCU teams who shouldn't be good. You know what I mean? And going to the SEC to just be five and seven is it. It feels very much like a, like a money decision. Like they don't care about winning games, losing games. It feels like they're going to make a better, more money, but it's like, did we not learn anything from Nebraska going to the big 10? Like that's why Nebraska went to the big 10 Texas A&M went to the SEC for reasons, you know? I Colorado went to the Pac-10 for reasons like this just feels like cash, you know? Yeah. But they're saying it could happen by like the end of like in the next week or two. And wow. then like ne this season. And then there was a, just another report that um, the SEC is also in talks with Michigan, Ohio State, Michigan State, and one other Big Ten school. It's crazy. Hmm. Right? Notre Dame also is in talks with them. Because like 
they want to build like a big 20 super league team, I guess. I don't know the reasoning. I don't know why they could sell it better, but it's crazy. It's wild to do it this late, this close to the season, I think, especially. I'll have to look up on that. Yeah, it's right. That's fine. Okay, so that's that. Um, do, do you have any, was there any trending stuff that you wanted to uh, touch on that we didn't hit? We hit, we had a long, big week. Yeah, I think we fucking touched all the topics that trended. Yeah, we did touch all the topics that trended. The Nostalgic Front Podcast is brought to you by Kazi, Jennifer L, Matt, John, Grammar Hole, Edward S, Joan, Emmett, Christina A, Hank Finch, Mike Hawes, Brian, Sofing, Adam S, Shank, and listeners like you. All right, buddy. Yeah. 15,000 years in the making. Hell yeah. We're finally talking about it. Now, we've talked on the old iteration of the show. Uh-huh. We talked about the Transformers as like a whole. Yeah. As like a, as like a, the, a, the, the, the Pantheon. Uh-huh. The mythos. Yeah. The movies. Sure. The show, the games. The reboots. Yeah. Um, re- we probably mentioned reboot itself in there somewhere. Yeah. As, um, a, as a franchise, a media franchise, it's been able to uh, transform itself over and over. Have you ever seen Transmorphers? No. The, the uh, Asylum? Rip- yeah. Yeah. They're, they're not making Asylum movies anymore, are they? I think they With are. With the death of video stores? like. I think they are, and they're putting them on that porn channel on fucking Pluto TV. Yeah. That channel's called Asylum TV. Oh, okay. Um, All right. Yeah. I was, uh, I was surprised the first time I saw some boobs on Pluto TV. Oh, then yeah. all of a sudden it cuts to a commercial. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. Watching, watching any movie on it. I watched. Um, they put commercial breaks at the most awkward time. I watched RoboCop on Asylum TV last week, and it's just jarring when all of a sudden it's like you're seeing like a mass shooting. And then all of a yeah. sudden it's like, hey, mom, uh, are you having trouble with your piss bag? Yeah, like. Some guy just gets blown away by Ed 209. And it's like, uh, mom, can Billy come over for stovetop stuffing? Yeah. It's crazy. Um, I was every kid in the commercial called Billy. Or except for, you know, the one. Mikey. Mikey. Yeah. yeah. He ate uh, Billy. Stacey told me a story the other day about how when she was a kid, they were at a video store. Yeah. And her mom had it going on. <laughs> she was trying to get Mikey. They were trying to rent the movie uh, Life with Mikey. Oh, yeah. And it had just come out or something. And the store is like, oh, yeah, here you go. But then they fucked up and gave them some like terrifying horror movie that has nothing to do with it. And they didn't know. So they just took it home and watched it. And it was just like not at all what they expected or wanted. And they're just fucking fucked. Classic experience with that. Is, yep. Yeah. Uh, I can remember the same thing happening, but it was uh, Snow White and porn. Mm mm-hmm. <laughs> I talked about that on the show, about how whenever people would accidentally return porn, like they had the wrong DVD in the case, yeah. we would always have our 17-year-old high school girl call. She'd be like, uh, hi, uh, this is for Gary and Teresa. Uh, yeah, you guys rented uh, Payback starring <laughs> uh, uh, Chris Evans. Right. But when you returned it, uh, inside of it was Big Ass Butthole 7. Uh, we don't we don't think you rented that from us, so maybe you probably have it. Else. Right. I bet if you check the box for big ass butthole seven, well, payback will be in there. To be fair, 
<laughs> I do like also speaking about porn rentals at Blockbuster. Mm-hmm. It was it was never like straight. You know, they didn't rent porn at Blockbuster. They rented all you could get were like your Shannon Tweed, like yeah. you know, Ginger Snaps for. <laughs> yeah, the movies my dad would rent basically. Yeah, I, that where, was where people are giving fellatio to belly buttons with mm-hmm. seventeen candles and a saxophone solo. I <laughs> and there was always the uh, hot secretary that never got naked, and you're oh. like, what? There's that person. These too, bruisers are about... in this thing. <laughs> I got to see those hangers and this cute girl over here on the side is doing nothing. Yeah. She's literally just answering the phones. Fucking so many swollen boobs on Cinemax. Yeah. I remember. I think that bugged me so much about it, all that Cinemax, Cinemax type uh-huh. shows is the way I don't know what they would do if they would put the microphones in the beds because yeah. they're not wearing clothes. But you would just get so much of like, like yeah. the, the blankets and the sheets were so like you just get so much of that. And it drove me fucking crazy. Yeah. You know, I, I like the ones, too, where it involved. It was a little bit more lighthearted and comedy wise. And it always involved trying to, like, save an inherited business. Yeah, that's <laughs> like the I, one. When I got I co- a TV TV state like. The plot from UHF, but yeah. with boobs. When I found out Pluto TV had porn, the one I was watching was them uh, renting a house uh-huh. and they were renting this guy's cousin's house and then they were just going to go away for the weekend. But turns out one of the friends was going to start making pornos. So and whenever they're all sitting around playing pool, the other one's like, quick, let's get in this room and film this porno. And he's got like a VHS camera in 2016. Yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah, get it. And you're just watching, you know, boobs and butts and dicks yeah, and man. Stuff. I golly. So we're talking about the 1986 Transformers animated kids movie. Also, when Cinemax wasn't enough, you'd have to watch the pay-per-view channel. uh, So you could get that moment where the scattered image would line up just nice enough. Oh, the scrambled porn. That's a nipple. Yeah. yeah. The uh, now what my dad would do Uh at uh, Heathen is he'd like buy four hours of the Playboy channel yeah. and then just tape it. Yeah. And then I just go watch that all the time. And yeah. I and then people would trade tapes. Yeah. There was like talk shows. Yeah. There was like there was like About a Playboy. Boobs. There was like a Playboy talk show. Yeah. And I'm like, get to the fucking guys. <laughs> like I never hit fast forward faster. Uh huh. When it's like uh, they're interviewing Jenna Jameson about her fucking hobbies. Right. Like. At least make it like Nightline or not Nightline. Uh, well, oh, there was there was about, one yeah. of the because there were always the anthology half hour Cinemax shows. Yeah, like I just realized Black Tie Nights. I was gonna Google Hotline. this. It was, I was gonna, Hotline. I was gonna Google this and realize that this is my work computer that I record the podcast. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, oh, hold on. But basically, Hotline was somebody calling in to. Shannon Tweed, yeah, uh, to do a uh, penthouse confessions. That's essentially where it's like, well, my nerdy secretary finally took weird. her hair down. I'm glad this didn't wreck me, you know. But I used to jack off to Love Line. 
And I'm glad that I don't have some weird Dr. Drew Adam Corolla fetish now, you know? Yeah, don't they suck? Like, I can't come if I don't hear, like, a, the engine of a 78 Firebird in the background or something. <laughs> I can't come unless I'm hearing, uh, like, a junk medicine being peddled at me. Transformers? Robots in disguise. Now, Autobots rage there. Battle to destroy the, topics the evil forces that are trending. The Decepticons. Um, now, listeners, I got to say right off the top. Now, I apologize. I, you know, I'm human. Uh, you know, I jacked off the love beep, line beep. like the rest of us, you know. Uh, my, I don't know what happened. My notes are gone. I had three pages of notes, watched it. And so those are gone. I can't refer to them. So today we're going to be doing that thing. We did this before. And honestly, I thought it kicked ass. Because yeah. I talk way too much on this show. Uh, Reem's going to take us through the plot. I'm going to throw in what I remember and some, you know, trivia and stuff. Um, but like, uh, God, Reem, if that was the show, I'd love it. I know it's too much work for you. Did you say plot or what the fuck? Reem's smoking like an old school joint. Like he's, uh, is that a, is that your little one hitter? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was, I thought you like picked up an actual joint. My brother gave me a half ounce of marijuana for my birthday. Hmm. And I think it's going to last me about a half a year. Yeah. Yeah. Half an ounce. Boy, hold on. I'm going to get this ready. And then I'm going to talk about Transformers. Reem's over here putting pot in his brain. Well, you know, uh, it's a podcast, right? Here's some here's some things. Joe Rogan. Hey, lock the gates. Uh, Here's some things I remember from my initial notes. Now, first off, I got to say this, listeners. I you've known if you listen to the old Transformers episode. I don't know why, but I have a hard time with Transformers. I loved the animated series when I was a kid. I've rewatched it in the last 10 years, the whole series. I've seen this movie a dozen times. I still cannot like, I don't remember characters' names. I don't remember who's good and who's bad. Well, luckily, uh, every they will constantly remind you of every character's name and who is good yeah. and who is bad every time you watch this. Because number one, they do it a lot with uh, the color uh, palettes, color palettes. Like you're always like yellows and oranges for the good guys. Yeah. And a lot of pur- purple for bad guys. Yeah. I noticed that, too, when watching He-Man, obviously, with, yeah. your, uh, you know, like Mumra's purple, fucking Skeletor's purple. Yeah. Galvatron's purple. You're right. You know, Barney's purple. Astro Train's purple. Yeah, I have an Astro Train. I know. And, uh, well, that was one thing that's fun right off the bat is prior to getting into plot stuff, there's a scene where Astro Train and Soundwave deal with each other. We were sent those from a listener. Yeah. And uh, what's his name? The Dino bot. He's in that. He's in the next scene. That's yeah. that's exhilarating. Well, the good thing about this movie is like it has a plot. Uh, I think it's more driven by themes. You know, yeah. Than anything by and, themes, of course, you mean the music of Stan Bush. Well, actually, it's the Vince DeCola's music, and yeah. I don't know if uh, I think you you recently. I say watched, Vince. I say Vince DeSoda, actually. Uh, right. <laughs> well, in the South, they say Vince DeCola. Yeah, down there they say Vince despite uh, the, he, Vince the Coke. Yeah, here I was talking about this movie, and the other guy, Mark Van Monen, was like Vince De Pop. Why do you call him Mark Van Momen? Because I'm high. Oh, okay. Any, anyways, uh, 
are you familiar with Vince Cola? Why we're making Vince Cola? Uh, I know the name. Did he do uh, Rocky Four? Yes. Yeah, I do know yeah. that guy. And uh, the score works way better here. And what's some the fucking... score? Uh, Decepticon zero. No, it'd be closer to Decepticons. Probably thirty-four. Autobots twenty-eight. Yeah. Because <laughs> holy shit, that's how this movie basically starts. Yeah, tell me about it. Is... First off, looks great. Especially oh, yeah. on seeing Akita, which came out like a year or two later. Whew. Looks great. Oh, yeah. Better than the series, I'd say. Well, it's 2005. Well, you know, yeah. And the Decepticons have won uh, Cybertron. So it's basically like 20 years after, after the TV show. Season two, is that what it is? Yeah. And, and, and there's not much going on. Auto uh, Optimus Prime is like, hey, uh, we just got to go to Earth because we got a moon base and we're going to pick up some fucking uh, energon cubes mm-hmm. and sound wave. Your dude. Yep. I love him. He's listening in on that and he's like, oh shit. All right. Well, oh, go crap. <laughs> we're, we're going to attack these motherfuckers. Yeah. Like the plot, like there's always something happening on this movie and it's always pretty cool and creative and it, takes no time to like catch you up on anything so it is basically just like boom 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 credits yeah yeah so basically the decepticons come to earth now the decepticons are the bad guys right yes and they just start fucking everybody up Mm -hmm. and uh you got hot rod he's out fishing with daniel yeah which uh, hot rod fishing rules? Hot rods Judd uh, Judd Nelson. Oh, I thought he was Poochie. <laughs> yeah, kinda. Uh, he's voiced by Judd Nelson, who is of course you know Bender from uh, Family Guy. Or <laughs> that's not right, Bender no. from Back to the uh, Back. Uh, what's that movie called? Bra- Breakfast, Breakfast Club? Club. Breakfast Club. Yeah. Uh, how did I forget about that? <laughs> Listeners. The more stand-up comes back, I swear to God, the funnier this show's going to be. Are there literally episodes from, like, September of 2020 where we're like... So then we went to the mall. Is that it? The mall? Yeah. That's what we're talking about? No, this is our cookies fun size. We're talking about I guess cookies. I like... Top six. Give me your fucking top six Fireworks. Cookies, fireworks are going off, like, aggressively <laughs> set by police outside the window. <laughs> <laughs> the cookies episode I record. <laughs> I want there to be a documentary uh-huh. in much like the the Woodstock 99 documentary. I want there to be a documentary about our podcast during the pandemic. Let's oh, yeah. do that. Let's do a limited series like Luminary or whatever Wondery podcast. That's just us discussing the podcast. The cookies podcast fun size. Uh, it was probably two months, maybe a month after the pandemic. It was the first time we left the city. Yeah. After oh, because you, you guys went to Jersey? Is that right? We rented a car, a van on Zipcar and went to Jersey to pick up uh, some of the wife's uh, recently passed mother's possessions. I remember that. Uh, I, I And then we got back and did a podcast about cookies. I remember when I first found out that we were doing a podcast about cookies. It was about a month later when some listeners sent us a bunch of cookies. Because <laughs> I was like, we talked about fucking cookies on this show. <laughs> well, we also got to the point like I, I've I can 
if we did a search of all of our messages on Facebook in between shows. Oh, it'd be a nightmare. The amount of times I've just said, just pick a topic. We can shit it out. Yeah. Uh, 35 minute fun size between our bullshitting. Like, look at this. We're in the top. We're in the Transformers segment of the Transformers. Episode. You've been saying, yeah. This is, uh, well, not only you- that, I don't know how far we are on the podcast. We're probably a good uh, hour plus. About? Oh, in? The, yeah, we're probably right around a little after we're the about hour. about an hour plus into our Transformers episode. Mm-hmm. And the amount of Transformers discussed. No, we haven't talked about shit. <laughs> Did you have you seen? Um, have you seen that? Did you hear about how, you know, uh, what's his name? Um, Jesus, Patrick. Captain America. Sorry, I'm reading his thing. Oh, OK. Did you see that Captain America is a NFR? No. Chris Evans? Really? He tweeted on July 1st of this year, uh-huh. which if you follow the months, it goes January, February, March, April, May, <laughs> June, July. Now he's probably backed up because he was, you know, filming a TV show or something. Uh-huh. Chris Evans tweeted, "If Christian Slater from 1989 walked into the room and I had never heard his name before and had to guess what it was just from what he looked like, I'd say Christian Slater." Now, I don't got proof but I swear to God, we said that exact same thing in one of those four episodes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, About how man. he looks like a Christian Slater. I just think overall in the last like two years of this podcast, the only the only time I look back fondly and like, ah, that's that's when we were fucking great. A yeah. well oiled machine is. Uh, well, it sucks. Christian that's, what, role. that's what we have to do. And Street Fighter, too. That's and it. every listener listening to this knows it, too. Every listener listening to this episode knows. All right, they're just they're just fucking around. Reem's high. He's still doing the movie, even though it's been about a month. Patrick says he lost his nose. He probably didn't even watch this fucking thing. I did. Yeah, but they just all know that they're listening because eventually we'll pull it together, and we'll do like our fucking uh, I don't know, uh, Paul Rudd October or whatever the fuck. That that we'll we'll find out the difference between Brandon's notes and Patrick's notes because your notes will carry. An entire episode. You you take great notes. I'm just gonna read my notes top to bottom real quick. Right now? Uh-huh. Okay, give them to me. All right. Prowl got done pretty dirty. Yeah. Uh I mean, that that's what's great about the movie, is it pretty much opens up and it's famous for basically being uh a reason for you to stop caring about your old toys and start caring about these new toys. Yeah. Like, so they just get free abandonment to kill all the Transformers that you grew up loving. Yeah. Like, it's famous. I mean, the movie's kind of famous for two things. Is the, uh, it's Orson Welles did it five days before he died. Yeah. Here's all the, here's all the fuckers that die. OP, Ironhide, Ratchet, Prowl, Brawn, Wheeljack, Windcharger, Megatron, Starscream, Skywarp, Thundercracker, Shrapnel, Kickback, and Bombshell. That's and then just later you find out Huffler. Yeah. Also, I'll say this. What's our boy's name? Hot Rod? Yeah. Hot PG. Rod Hot Rod is to Optimus Prime's death as Fred Durst is to Woodstock 99. Right. He got blamed for it, not his fucking fault. That's what's Blame so- the system that led him to it. That's what's just so crazy about this movie. It's like, that's why it's become a cult classic and yeah. lived on like it has is it is so bold like there's 
tons of other movies like this at the time. It's not like this is the first uh, toy line to be a movie. You know, we had two Care Bear movies that, you know, we had a GoBot movie. Yeah. Fucking all of these other things had movies, but we don't talk about any of them today. Yeah. Because they fucking kill everybody in the first act. It's crazy. It's amazing. There's YouTube videos, countless. Yeah. YouTube documentaries of just dudes our age being like a little older than us being like, and when we left the theater, like I just looked at my mom and I was like, mommy. How could how could they? Right. How could they? And my mommy goes like my mommy goes, son, the challenger just exploded. <laughs> there are like this was like Internet level, like cultural movement. Before the Internet existed. Yeah. Like, like apparently because I wasn't in school when this yeah, came out. I was still too little of angry letters. And mm-hmm. like you got to like try to you know, be mad and tweet at a company in the 80s. You have to write it on paper and send it to them. Yeah. And people did that in full force, so much so that executives had to go in and be like, hey, you guys got to bring this fucking semi-truck back from the dead. People are pissed. Yeah. Like... You you guys did not check your truck before you wrecked your truck, and that's that's unfortunate. Well, uh, also, they didn't know what they were doing because at, at one point their business is like, we just got to get new toys. Time to sell these new toys. And in reality, like they also built a mythos and people grew up loving these characters. This is a fucking Lone Ranger movie. Yeah. Like after years, they're like, all right, kids, it's a fucking Lone Ranger movie. Get psyched. It's going to blow your mind this summer. And then the first act, Lone Ranger gets gunned down. Yeah. And then and then Steve takes over. Yeah. Yeah. Steve and the Dinobots. So weird. The <laughs> uh, the, the just the amount of that, like because doing research for this, just the amount of I was not I was two when this came out or a year yeah. and a half. And so I was in school. But just the amount of people who were like, I was walking through the halls and Jeff came up to me and said, they kill Optimus Prime. And I, there's no way. Oh, no yeah. fucking way, Jeff. You want to talk about spoilers, man. Apparently it's Kids. in the trailer, I guess. The original trailer, it says it. Oh, They're yeah. Like, Will Optimus Prime die? Oh, Crazy. boy. Yeah. That, the amount of kids that that wrecked. And then also, like, it's a pretty big fucking movie and like just nonstop on sensory, just mm-hmm. the, the music that we've talked about, just it raw. They try and bring back a good ass guitar, heavy metal song every five seconds. And then on top of that, they just have that, the good bass and sound effects of the Vince Ticola soundtrack. It's great. The, um, I, again, I, I don't know yeah. what it is. So about- no one prowl got there done dirty, done dirty. But um, there's 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 a thing with Transformers. I don't know why this is. I don't know if it's some inherent ADD or ADHD thing, but I have such a hard time with it. Like I can go back and rewatch it and ha- and enjoy it. it yeah. But I can't is, tell you afterwards what happened in that episode. This is such a good like back. That's probably why it became such a good cult classic. It's it's a very backgroundy movie. Yeah. 
it, it, it's very much just vignettes introducing first thing they do is kill every fucking buddy off mm-hmm. and then it's vignettes introducing more toys all the new characters for the next yeah. year so here's a little bit here's five minutes of the Dinobots and wheelie uh here's five minutes of cup and hot rod meeting the shark decons and then all the uh junk robots yeah that uh listen to weird al and are voiced by eric idol yeah and you know the voice cast in this is wild you we oh, talked yeah. about we talked to we i mean we went fucking nine deep in the he-man reboot so we might as well talk about this here well of course after mentioned orson wells is unicron robert stack uh unsolved mysteries himself you have to talk about it's so funny how uh he made he's famous for making one of the biggest movies of all time that's about an old fucking Art, di- yep. dude dying while talking about his favorite toy yeah his sn- oh that's interesting yeah you know doing a fucking movie for toys yeah right before he died wow Have, are you the first person to ever make that connection I don't think so. Oh, because that's really smart. I didn't think of that. It's also, here's the thing. He was dead damn near a year before the movie came out. Yeah, they put him in the wine cooler. What does that mean? Yeah, well, he, you haven't seen any of the Orson Welles wine cooler commercials? Oh, when he's like, he's drunk. Yeah. You watch that, and then you watch Charlie Bit Me. Charlie Bit Me. Careful, you might get sued. Charlie Bit My Finger. They sold that NPC. Oh, NPR. M- NPR bought it? That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> hey, is this a good tweet? I tweeted it. It's got zero likes. I just signed an overall deal with Oshkosh Bagash. My Siamese twin is attached. It's <laughs> great. Dude. It's like a perfect joke. I wish I tweeted that. You tweeted that? Yeah, I just said it right now. Oh, I tweeted the first part. Joke, dude. Before I've tweeted things like, I just signed an overall deal with... Uh, you know, what's that other? Uh-huh. Cult, uh, I think I've made that Carhartt? joke, but I've, well, I've been the, tweet- my Siamese twin is attached is, is that's, what really. That's uh, great. Yeah, I just tweeted that. No likes. Too, too bad it should be a joined twin. I literally get should, seven to know, 13 before- likes unless it's a fucking uh, I think you should leave joke. And then it gets a million. The other yeah. day I tweeted men will literally win 29 retro bowls instead of going to therapy. <laughs> OK, so back to Transformers now. <laughs> Yeah, some more cast. Leonard Nimoy, Spock himself is yeah. Galvatron. Uh, of course, the main cast, you know, there are regular guys are there. Peter Cullen is Optimus, you know. Yeah. Uh, Scatman Crothers All is All to show it. up, be pros, and get killed. Scatman Crothers is jazz. It's also Scatman Crothers' last move. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's dead, too. He was, did The Shining. Started the decade of The Shining, ended it at Transformers in hell. He went to hell. We were at dinner yesterday, and Gideon handwrites a little boy, Robley. Uh-huh. I don't know what happened. He got some sugar in him or something. He started yeah. scatting like crazy. He's going, That was great. Uh huh. Um, Fans love the Robley talk. Now, tell me what else we got. What? Oh, man. yeah, yeah. You're taking me through the plot of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Prowl got done dirty. Prowl got done dirty. Fucking hot rods out fishing with. Uh, Danny. Yeah. Catching whoppers. I know one of my tweets right there was, or one of my notes was, I love watching a transformer fish. And also, I was going to try to make this a tweet and I forgot. 
And what is it? Give a transformer a fish. <laughs> he'll eat for a day. Teach yeah. a hot, teach a, a transformer a fish. He'll accidentally get Optimus Prime killed a couple minutes later. <laughs> I love it. I'd have liked it. Uh, five other people would have as well. Uh, but we'd have thought about it. Anyways, after that, they drive off to your first taste of Stan Bush music. Yep. What he's on and, the fucking uh, hoverboard. Yeah. And then he tries to go over water. And of course, on a hoverboard, the water. Yeah, you're right. They don't work on water. Nope. The line from Back to the Future. Too. Yeah. Come no, on. I know. I know what you're I'm talking sorry. about. What do I you want me I, to do? You were supposed to finish that. Oh, I'm not going to. What am I supposed to finish your line? Sandwiches? Yes. Hoverbirds. You. Okay. Okay. Let's play it how you thought it was going to go. <laughs> Say it again. Well, I'll edit around it. Just do it again. I'll edit around it. So the hot rods taken off. They got the Stan Bush music going. The hoverboards don't work over water. Is that what you fucking wanted? <laughs> no, I mean, your timing. Could have been better, but uh, hey, you're not a drummer. You're a guitarist and a lyric man. I was a drummer as well. Oh, I drummed in middle school. Third nice. chair out of six drummers. Hell yeah. My favorite drummer is uh, Bruce Willis in Armageddon. I watched a this is not this show sucks. I watched a YouTube video the other day. It was like the cast of all the Marvel TV shows talking and they were just discussing like uh, WandaVision, Falcon, and the Winter Soldier and Loki. And it was really funny. It was a Zoom call, and Sebastian Stan is playing Mo- is playing Tommy Lee in a movie. Uh-huh. And so they all look like themselves, but then he's got like a soul patch and fucking black <laughs> frilly hair. It was really, f- and he's like, I really wow. think we were doing something. Like, I think the way our character, but it was so funny to see. It is interesting that they're doing another movie with Tommy Lee. Yeah. Oh, because <laughs> they did the Motley Crue one. You're saying? Yeah. Yeah, that is funny. He's just gonna. I feel. I think I've said this in the show, but it's really fucked up that him and his him and Pam named their son Brandon Lee like a year and a half after another yeah. very famous Brandon Lee died tragically. It's also it's also kind of fucked up that uh, Machine Gun Kelly might be the biggest modern day rock star <laughs> that there is. I love that he's dating Megan Fox. That rules. Yeah, he said that he had a poster love, of her. In I his fell in. Yeah, I fell in love with Megan Fox when she was in Disney's Robin Hood. Oh, because I fell in love with her when she was in Transformers. Uh, back on track. Uh, you know, it's funny. I actually saw a thing where um, I saw a thing where Poochie. Machine Gun Kelly said that he loved Megan Fox. He had a, he actually had a poster of her in his garage. Can you believe that? And when he met her, he she asked him to marry her and he didn't even want to do it. But she was so beautiful. But she's dying. But she's gonna get better. Is there a reference to a movie yep. there? It's a reference. I think you should leave a sketch. Oh. Um. Anywho, so Transformers. So then, okay. So, <laughs> Hot Rod's just fishing now. So this is my question. I was confused about this. The original series takes place in the eighties. Yeah. This is still the movie's two thousand five. So has it just been like silence for? It, no, they've just been battling. Okay. Because I was like, has Hot Rod just been fishing this whole time? We just get a time, time jump. That's the movie. Hmm. They did four seasons and a 20-year time jump to yeah. start the movie. And that's probably why they felt justified in killing everybody off. I like when there's like a uh, in the futuristic time of 
2005. 16 years ago. Yeah. That's why Mega Man works because it's 2000X. Oh, yeah. That's cool. Uh-huh. Yeah. Keep so anyways, going. Decepticons are fucking everything up. Yeah. And uh, the only thing they can hope to do, the Autobots, is get off a call to bring Prime in. Because mm-hmm. Optimus Prime's one of the greatest fucking heroes. Of yeah, he's the, ba- he's the badass. Yeah. Like, he's this generation's Bart Simpson. They got those memes too. It's like the how shitty all the Transformer movies is, but all of a sudden Optimus Prime is talking with uh, Lincoln Park playing in the background, and you're just like, "This is the most moving fucking shit I've mm-hmm. ever seen." Yeah. Anyways, he shows up and dies. Yeah. He turns gray. That's fucking but weird. He shows up like such a badass. He's just running over Decepticons as a mm-hmm. semi. And shooting motherfuckers. And I don't know. It's also funny watching a lot of these G1 Transformers. Because some of them are just like Ironhide's a van. Yeah. (laughs) Like, he's just a van. Like, some people turn into fighter planes. Other people are giant cannons. Some people turn into fucking cassettes. You know what I mean? Like, the, the gamut of what happens. Like... I don't know the lore, but like when Perceptor, a trans when a transformer is born, is there like a god that's like, uh, what do you think we could bend this fucker uh, into? I think they like scan shit, but it's just funny because you can see the clear divide between G one transformers, you know, mm-hmm. which uh, as I'm sure anybody that listened to this fucking episode, like they know, like the original transformers were like here. Here's a bunch of Diaclone and whatever toys. Yeah. You guys write a backstory and make a cartoon so we can sell them in America. Yeah. And so you can see all of these like, so G1 stuff is a lot more unique because it's just a hodgepodge of shit thrown together where G2 is a lot more like uh, corporate, like synergy, like they're trying to mold that shit with Star Wars. and Yeah. Make- there, there's a lot more simple space cars. Like yeah. RC is a simple space car. They're like mm-hmm. nondescript. RC, like, I'll say, also seems, and maybe I'm wrong about this, but she's also the only RC's the lady, right? Yeah. RC's the only like transformer that's like seems to go through any emotions that all these fucking people die. <laughs> like they're all kind of like, oh no, uh-huh. Optimus. But like fucking a quarter of your of the, your I don't know, robot pals, whatever they're fucking yeah. called. Your family? Are you guys all related? Are you guys all cousins? Like, so many of them are dead. Plus, like, they're not even stopping to even think about the dead when they've been at war mm-hmm. with the Decepticons for 20 years. And from what I can tell, nobody is there hasn't been a single casualty ever in the history of this war. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, death is it like they're yeah. just finding out that if they take a blaster to the chest instead of hiding behind a rock, it's almost they like they get wiped off existence. They turn gray yeah. and fucking die. And everybody's just like, Ugh. it's almost like I've talked about this before. I've, I've always found it really funny. The show that there's a show called The Killing, but the first three seasons were on AMC and then uh-huh. the fourth season's on Netflix. And so in the fourth season, they just cuss like fucking crazy. 
Yeah. So like they never say fuck or shit or piss or cock for three seasons. Uh-huh. Then all of a sudden season four, they're like, this is fucking crazy. And it just feels like they just invented the idea to cuss. And that's what it feels like is it feels like they just invented death. Yeah. So, like none of them. It's like as if they were all immortal. And then all of a sudden they get shot and they're like, oh, my God, is that what I've been doing? Yeah. It's crazy. Well, um, just one of the good things about Transformers and a lot of this shit from our childhood is it just reels out nonstop absurd things. Yeah. And you just have to accept it. Because I mean, this is the same universe where the leader Megatron turns into a handgun mm-hmm. at a giant fighter plane slash robot uses to shoot. Yeah. Do you think there's ever conversations afterwards? It's like, hey, buddy, when you're shooting me, don't squeeze so fucking hard. Watch, okay? where, you're, watch where you're putting that finger. Please remember, that is my neck and torso. OK, also, I like the idea of transformer fingers. Oh, yeah, because the toys don't have them. They you have know, like all fists. they have is fists with holes. <laughs> yeah, you can put a gun handle into. Yeah, which I, bet I, don't, I don't understand why Starscream is the guy that shoots with Megatron because he has his cannons on his mm-hmm. arms. Like, have somebody else that doesn't have the capability shoot. I bet. The Anyways, new, I bet the new Transformer toys, like the the newest lines, have like articulation fingers, so you could do like the shocker and stuff, you know. And Optimus Prime dies. Yep, and he, he in his last words, his he, fight he, with Megatron rules. It's though. great. It, it like the movie looks cool. Yeah, it's fun though. It's there's so I have so many issues with this movie. One, yeah, but I love that. I love the way it looks for sure. Fortunately for this movie, it gets a way better uh, second life on YouTube as five minute like the, this awesome scene from Transformers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because pretty much by the time everybody dies. Like there's still cool shit that'll happen, but like I'm fine. You know, I've zone in and out of this movie. This is definitely one of those movies, much like Empire Strikes Back, where I'm way more familiar with the first act. Yeah. I've normally fallen asleep watching the DVD by the time a lot of the other shit happens. And not saying none of it's not fine. Like I said, Eric Otto junk bots and yeah, you know, I and that's funny that you mentioned the, Empire because there's I rewatched Empire not too long ago and I did the same thing. And there's a scene towards the end, like, you know, when they're battling when Luke and Darth are fighting. Yeah, there's a scene where Darth Vader goes <clears throat> and you're like, what is that? And he's like, I got stuff stuck in my throat and it's hard because I can't just <laughs> scratch my throat. I was uh, I was burned by by your friend. <laughs> and then it does the whole I am your father, that whole thing. Um, so I'm reading the Wikipedia. I had the Wikipedia for the synopsis of the movie up. And so when, you know, when Optimus dies, he tells, uh, ultra Magnus that he's in charge now, basically Robert stack. Yeah. Who is unsolved mysteries. Yeah. Um, and he's also passed away. Pretty much everybody uh-huh. that voices well, in this movie. Yeah. Dead. I heard he passed away. I heard he actually could be hanging by his fucking neck in a closet. What? It's a line from basketball oh. that he delivers like completely deadpan. And it's hilarious. I didn't know if that was some fucked up shit about Robert Stack. I didn't know he died like that guy that hosted Family Feud oh. or some shit. 
All right. Oh, holy shit. Got a real David Carradine situation going on. Um, but there's this is funny on the Wikipedia. Here's what it says. Uh, on his deathbed, Optimus Prime passes the matrix of leadership to Ultra Magnus, telling him that the power will light the Autobots darkest hour. In it drops darkest from hour. There, there it drops from lot. Optimus's hands and is caught by Hot Rod, who hands it to Ultra Magnus. Optimus Prime's body loses color as he dies for some goddamn reason. That's in the Wikipedia. Yeah. So, like, I mean, it's probably a prank, but for some goddamn reason, like, come on, buddy. This <laughs> is Wikipedia. This is a source. Am I on there? Hold on. I don't believe you. Yeah. The word also, Matrix is said in this movie more than in the movie The Matrix. Oh, yeah. They say Matrix a lot. Uh-huh. And, yeah. But, uh, the the movie, I tell you what, every time Starscream yeah. is on screen, yeah, is awesome. Mm-hmm. Like Starscream fucking rules. Mm-hmm. And he's got some pretty funny bits in this because after Optimus Prime is injured, like he's uh, fucking Megatron's mortally injured, and Starscream's just like giving him shit the entire I'm, time. Do your Starscream. You got a good Starscream, remember? Oh, uh, Megatron. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> uh, one thing that blew me away because I am, you know, me, I, I don't pay attention. I was surprised that they all fit in Astro Train. Yeah, because Astro Train is so small as an yeah. action figure. And and not only that, there's tons of them in it. I like how they're flying an Astro Train. And this is one of the best scenes in the movie is uh, Star. It just cuts to Starscream and he's like, mm-hmm. I've been informed by Astro Train that we need to cut some weight. <laughs> and he says, so we're going to be t- we're going to be throwing out all of the wounded. Yeah. And taking a vote right now. And it's like all those in favor. And it's all the healthy people going, yeah. And all of those opposed. And it shows all of the injured Decepticons. And they're like, yeah, no, no, we're opposed. Yeah. Uh, then, yeah, it's it's a weird thing. Also, there's a part where he goes, they kill them I, all. Have, I have just been informed by Astro Train that the dinner service is delayed due to an issue with the microwave. You fools. <laughs> you fools. Your Salisbury steak will be cold in the center. Please don't make a big fucking deal about it. I am your new leader. If I get my way. We'll never have Salisbury steak again. It'll only be two pieces of fried chicken, a brownie, and corn going forward. And and then a couple of Decepticons in the back. No, no, no. Man, I thought we were flying Astro Train, not Asshole Train. Yeah. Because of the delay for landing, we have to do circles. So everyone's going to be getting free drinks, but only tomato juice and ginger ale. Hey, it doesn't say that for no goddamn reason on Wikipedia. Anyway, so the Decepticons withdraw from Autobot City within Astrotrain. Uh, they can serve fuel on it to return to Cybertron. Uh, they kick all the wounded out, like you're saying. Yeah, they jettison uh, they, them. They're they what? 
They jettison their wounded. That would have been a good name on Wikipedia. That would have been a good name for our stand-up show. Jettison comedy. Jettison the wounded. Um, uh, drifting into space, the wounded are found by Unicron, a sentient planet who consumes other worlds. So it's, it's like, like what, a, if, what if we turned the Death Star into a transformer? Yeah, it's like the Death Star mixed with Kurt Russell in, in Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Unicron offers Megatron a new body in exchange for destroying the Matrix. Hey, buddy. The Matrix is fine. Let's destroy you know, the Matrix. Destroy the Matrix were the sequels. Let's, yeah, let's destroy the Matrix Revolutions and uh, Renegades. Yeah. Wait, what's That's that? what Unicron, a.k.a. Orson Welles, should have done is directed two movies. Yeah. Matrix 2 and Matrix 3. That's right. And to destroy it. No, that's not how that works. I have just been informed by Astro Train that we no longer have ginger ale. Everybody must drink tomato juice. Yeah, and the scene where Unicron turns Megatron into Galvatron. Yeah, that's fucking weird. <laughs> how am I supposed to remember too. that? They all look the fucking same anyway. Now all of a sudden, it's yeah, the same guy in a purple, new name. Yeah. Also, here's a fun thing. G2 Transformers have mustaches. Mm-hmm. There's guys running around with beards and mustaches, and it's a good addition. Also, there's is is it in this movie or does it come up in season three where they there's some that are couples like where they know. fuck? That's cool, though. Do do like they have genders and stuff. they enter law. Yeah, it's all male. So no, no, no. I mean, RC's a lady. Yeah, not until that's season five and on. And uh, you know, you know how I'm trying to try to set this joke up. Yeah, but, come on, I got you. I'll help you. Yeah, they're all one gender. That's why uh they have the other series come out, Transformers Headmasters. Oh, yeah, that's fun. <laughs> Astro sucking each other off. Astro Train has just informed me that if you're born a man, you're always a man. He's a turf. We don't know. Uh huh. <laughs> but the animation when Megatron turns into Galvatron is fucking great. It's cool looking. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. it, yeah. it's got the uh, Dakola's music going over it. All that. It, the score fucking rules. It's a good soundtrack. I like listening to it. Just the score. I'm going to be I'm going to be um, contrarian to you. Mm-hmm. And I understand I don't want to offend you because I understand where you're, where you're at, and where your head's at. I think the and I'm alone in this. I think the music in this movie is abysmal. I think it'd be fine in a different movie. I think the music in Rocky Four makes perfect sense. I think in this movie, it sounds like uh, it makes no sense. It's garbage. Every song you got to touch great tune. Why the fuck is it happening in this movie that's supposed to be set in the future and it's in space? Why does the movie sound like it takes place in, in like a garage? Why does it sound like it's a prequel to Wayne's World? All right. Well, you can find me at Reamcore. <laughs> that's R-E-A-M. Uh, I, I, I didn't mean to hit, I didn't mean Instagram. to hurt you to the, hurt you to the Reamcore. Bro. The music is the best part of the movie, dude. You're crazy. I don't think it's bad music. I think it me- it doesn't when, mesh well with when this Optimus story. Prime is literally turning the tide in the battle, which I guess he doesn't because everybody they all kind of lose. 
everybody dies. But uh, and he's running people over to you got the touch and shooting them. What about when fucking weird Al screaming his heart out and they're all fucking dancing at the end? You like that? Oh, you stand by that? Yeah. The wide shot of everybody on junk planet getting down. You know, they're doing some dancing to weird Al. Dare to be stupid. Grimlock gets kissed. Grimlock, no kisser. Grimlock King. Yeah. I've just been informed by Astro Train that Grimlock won't go to second base. Grimlock, no prude. Grimlock King. Grimlock respect values. Boundaries. <laughs> you make first move, Grimlock consider second move. <laughs> Right. Consent is very important to Grimlock. He not cross line. <laughs> I've just been informed Grimlock is a simp. I wish I could riff too, but I'm just not hitting him. No, you were crushing at the top of the show, though. Yeah. And I'm just losing it. And I understand that it's hard to go at you because I'm not I'm trying. I'm not trying to say that I think the music's bad. I think those are. I don't love 80s, whatever you call this type of music. Metal. But I don't think that music's bad. I just don't think it makes sense in this movie. I do. Think of how Akira sounded. I think uh -huh. this movie should have sounded like Akira. Oh, I think this no. movie soundtrack would work better in something like, I don't know, like a Texas Chainsaw Massacre or something. No, what do you think a fucking, you think an eight-year-old? In 1986, wants to listen to fucking Akira drum beats and shit. No, they want fucking hard driving, heavy metal guitar. God damn it. What is up with the Weird Al song? though? That is Weird Al, right? Yeah. Is that what song is that? Is that Dare to be Stupid? Dare to be Stupid. Why is it in that movie? Uh, Because Weird Al's big with the kids. And I, I think Weird Al was going through a little bit of uh he his his 15 minutes were up remember phase one weird yeah. out people thought he was a passing trend g1 weird out at this point yeah yep it just and feels so weird and like the ow like i understand that oh is the inclusion of a weird owl song feel weird <laughs> to you it just doesn't it, I, I i try to think of what if i was an adult at that time right, right. And I think if I was an adult, but I was like who I am now, and I found out there was a, it'd be like if it, if all of a sudden in the middle of uh, Teen Titans go to the movies, mm. the whole, maybe they are doing this stuff. Like Space Jam sucked fucking shit. Space Jam 2. Yeah. But it's still like, they didn't all of a sudden have a, like a baby shark play in the middle of it, did they? And is this movie Space Jam 2? Because I think of this movie as more of a a respectable movie. Is it not? Is this movie a dumbass kids movie? It's both. It can be both. And it is both. You I know? think if this movie had a better score. And maybe not the score. The score could be okay. But like if it didn't have all these fucking singles, basically. I think that I think it would have been a more elevates this movie and gives it, especially of its time time like the corny cheesy but like most of these bands yeah don't have any other thing other than what they did specter general 
fucking uh, Lion. All there's a lot of these bands like don't have anything other than the songs on this soundtrack, which is amazing. And then on top of that, Stan Bush is just like his own genre. He had these two hits, got fucking like underground love for it, and then he's just made a career making songs about eagles soaring and following your fucking dreams. I don't think Stan Bush is bad. Don't get me wrong. I think that's yeah, yeah. fun. No, I'm just saying that like I just think so about those... like, when they're in the room and they're discussing it and they're like, okay, so I assume the director is English. He's like, okay, so we need to have a song at the part where they do robots all dance. What should we do? And they're like, well, do you know Devo? Oh, I love Devo. Well, what if we did like this comedy pastiche of Devo by Weird Al, the fat guy? Oh, he's a fat man. No, he's not fat, but he sings a lot of songs about things being fat. Yeah. Well, I think that's genius. Put it in. Yeah. I don't want to hate on it, but I'm saying like this movie, it's already hard for me to focus in this movie. It's even harder when all of a sudden like it's a fucking power ballad just starts. This is an interesting movie in concept and execution. I like your interesting concept and execution of the word concept. Yeah. This is it. Endlessly interesting movie in both concept and execution throughout. There's always something on screen. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now, like the narrative might get a little wishy-washy and back and forth. Like, uh, I often forget why we're where we're at. You know, they get shot down in the middle of it and then everybody gets separated and there's mm-hmm. some sharp... It, I think about the middle of the movie is where it really jumps. Like when the, the sharp, like when the court. <laughs> That's fun. Sorry, they had it clean. I fucked it up. Yeah, I really like in the middle of the movie. I I feel like in the middle of the movie is when it really jumps the shark to con. Uh, that's around the part where like they do the weird court battle. Yeah, and the guy looks like Mother Brain from the fucking. It's funny because uh, growing up, I thought Hot Captain Rod was commercial. cool. I bought into Poochie. Yeah, and now that I'm older, watching it like Cup. Is way cooler than Hot Rod. Yeah, yeah. If you think uh, if you think a cup is cool, you should check out D Cup and Double D Cup. Those they're great. Yeah, but uh, I love. Yeah. Eventually, they all meet up and fight Unicron. Uh huh. And I, I love that because they get all of the old Transformers in again, and that's when I was thinking it because like, it's just so funny. Like, it's vans and v- vw's driving yeah. around it's so weird it's like i like and, the way they're the... all like night early 1980s style cars mm-hmm. so they're like the shitty ones when you watch like an old game show and they're like in a new car and then you laugh at how shitty yeah the it's, new car. it's like a dotson that's what the transformers turn into mm-hmm. um i just looked up the director of this film his name is nelson shin a south korean man and it turns out another thing he did prior to this was he did the animation for the lightsabers in Star Wars. Oh, sweet. So that whole process of making those lightsabers work. And then after this, he his his uh, company, which I can't see the, find the name, but his company basically did animation for The Simpsons, Batman the Animated Series, uh, X-Men the Animated Series, and, uh, and Arthur. So that's kind of rad. Yeah. So I like, I, I, I don't think it's directed poorly. Um. I think there could have been maybe some more passes of the script or try to keep the script more as a movie instead of just like as a commercial and blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah. Because so much of this movie, like I said, it's 10 minute 
like vignettes where everybody introduces themselves, you know, you find out who they are so you can go buy the fucking toy. They do a little thing and then and then that's it. That's like, you know, like I said, Wheelie, the Quintessens, uh, Sharked Cons, Junk Bots, just the way the Seekers and all that mm-hmm. shit. So they do a little dance, make a little love. And they get down tonight. They do. Um, so here's some stuff. The writer of the film is a fellow named Ron Friedman, who is 88 years young now. Oh, yeah. So he was old as shit then still. And he started writing on television in 1965 with My Favorite Martian. He wrote for Bewitched, Gilligan's Island, Andy Griffith show. Uh, I Dream of Genie. He wrote for everything, like literally every show from 1965. I mean, he wrote for Harper Valley PTA, BJ and the Bear, The Dukes of Hazard, Fantasy Island, Charlie's Angels, Starsky and Hutch, Wonder Woman. He wrote all these things. And then he ended up doing the movie. Oh, fucking his last TV program he worked for was Tasmania. He wrote Ooh. he wrote episodes of Tasmania. Um, and then he he wrote this movie and he wrote the G.I. Joe movie and then not too much else uh, when it comes to films. Yeah, because they're probably pissed that he killed Optimus Prime. Solid guy, you know, salt of the earth, you know, really, you know, do whatever you can for you. So I don't think there's I think that they just could have done a couple more passes of this movie. Basically, what I think is I think this is a OK kids movie that had potential to be a. I, it's yeah, it's I, an OK kids movie that has a whole bunch of interesting subtext that goes along with it. And uh, both how it's made and how it's viewed by like modern lenses. I watched, I watched the it's very of its time. I watched the Sandlot the other night uh, for maybe the first time ever seeing really? it all the way through. And definitely the first time since I was an adult. And it was very interesting because Stacy saw that movie a ton when she was a kid. She knows all the lines, whatever, you know. And I really enjoyed it. I thought as a movie, it was way it was good. It was way better than I ever expected it to be. And I think that this movie had the potential to be way better than it was. Um, I feel like all the factors were there. You get that voice cast, you get that the way it looks, you get the director, you get the writer. I just think that they missed the mark, but it's still not bad. It's not uh, the fucking uh, teen times yeah. go to the movies well, or whatever. You also, know? to be fair, it's a uh, cult classic nostalgia trip. Yeah. Uh, and if I was you watch I, from the wrong like you're able to appreciate that's also why it's had the staying power it has is where you can go into it not having like that big of an emotional like attachment and then objectively watch it and come mm-hmm. away thinking like yeah it's got some cool stuff going for it but it, it you know it could could have gotten some other things right but at least you got something out of it and it's a quick fucking 85 minutes that's, yeah you know you can forgive a lot of flaws in an 85 minute movie. And what I will also say, take everything I say with a caveat of if I was two years older, I might feel very different. And if I was two years younger, I might not have the same love and affection for the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie from 1990 that I do. Right. Like if I was two years younger, I might be like, but what about that song when they're like, I got the you know, T-U-R-T-L-E power. T-U. Like, maybe I'd find that cringy and terrible. Sweet spots only last for so long, baby. Yeah. I just been informed from Astro Drain that sweet spots only last so long. <laughs> okay, so then where are we at? Let's wrap us up. 
with this film? Uh, five out of five Kazis. Oh, we're not all the way done yet. We didn't finish the story, did we? Oh, no. The Autobots uh, crash their ship uh, through Unicorn's eye. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, they're getting chased by Unicron's guy. Little hooks with long arms inside of his body. I, I'm assuming those are like Unicron's blood cells. Yeah, yeah. His, or like his yeah. white blood cells. Anyways, uh, Galvatron fights Hot Rod. Mm-hmm. Hot Rod beats him up, gets the Matrix of Leadership, turns into some kind of Winnebago. Is that when he becomes Rodimus Prime? Yo. I heard I had to rewind it to make sure I heard that right. Have you seen that toy? It just looks bad. No, I'm going to Google the, it right now. Uh, Rodimus Prime. Isn't it half? Isn't it half Optimus Prime, half Roddy Roddy Piper? <laughs> yeah, it's Optimus Prime in a fucking kilt. But uh, it, it's bad because he's like a sports car slash semi and he looks more like a fucking like Wolverine's Winnebago. He does look like a Winnebago. That's for damn sure. <laughs> it looks like Wolverine's Winnebago. But uh, it's not cool at all. He's Poochie. You love calling people Poochie. No, just Rodimus Prime and Hot Rod. Yeah. He's like fucking uh, focus group. What's cool? Yeah. He's not. Optimus Prime is cool. Optimus Prime is always cool. Yeah. Optimus Prime is great. And he's cool when he comes. Also, why don't they take the Optimus Prime to the fucking junk bot planet? And have him get put together like you have 30 goddamn dead transformers and you only bring back ultra magnus yeah we just had proof that the junk bots can bring people back to life yeah go talk to eric idol fucking 90 day warranty he'll fix them yeah totally uh i'm gonna look this up right now i have in front of me the other movies that came out uh this weekend or at this time mm-hmm. so here's some more movies that came out around this time okay um, the same weekend this came out, we had One Crazy Summer. Oh, yeah. So the same weekend, you can go, you're going to the theater. You're seeing One Crazy Summer. You're seeing Spike Lee's She's Gotta Have It, classic. A Fine Mess, which I've never heard of, but it stars Ted Danson, Howie Mandel, and Richard Mulligan. That's a, that's a cast. Yeah. My boy Dan, Dennis Franz is in it. <laughs> Um, yeah, until you shaved your fucking mustache. I know, poser. I got rid of the mustache. That's some Dennis Franz stolen valor. Yeah, you got a Franz in me. Um, Franzing topics. The week before this, so August first, nineteen eighty-six, Flight of the Navigator came out, and oh, yeah. Howard the Duck. In the same weekend, huh? So the, the week and- before. So the so same at, they're, they're all like you at one time at the cinema. Yeah. You got uh, Flight of the Navigator, Howard the Duck, and Transformers the movie. And like, and Stand By Me, The Fly, Manhunter, Armed and Dangerous, starring fucking Harold Ramis. Like all those movies were in the theater the same month. As far as kid movies, a lot of bad movies there too. Yeah. But, uh, very nostalgic like it's funny too because Howard the Duck uh is more notable just for being such a bad movie. A flop. Yeah. And Howard the Duck wouldn't be so bad if the titties on that fucking magazine weren't there. That's really what does it for me. Friday the thirteenth part six, Jason Lee. Yeah, it's so crazy how quick Friday the thirteenth had a million sequels. Oh, this is interesting now. I wonder. 
so a month before mm-hmm. Robotech the movie came out. I wonder how it did. Does it have I wonder what the Rotten Tomatoes for Robotech? You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. it's in the same vein. Robotech the movie, 1986, Rotten Tomatoes. Let's see which one has a better Rotten Tomatoes score. Oh, it's Transformers. Transformers, I'm pretty sure it's fresh. Robotech has the movie has doesn't even have one. It has yeah. nothing. So uh Transformers movie. I, I'm pretty sure it's fresh. Um 63. You can see that? I can't find it. No, I just guessed. All it's so hard because it's called like the Transformers, the movie. 60%. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Holding that barely. That's good. But uh anyways, they blow Damn. up Unicron. Yep. Credits roll. Fucking what's your out what's the outro song? Uh I'm pretty sure it's you got the touch. You got the touch. Yeah. Five out of five Kazis. Six and a half out of five Kazis. Six and a half out of five Kazis? Yep. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm I can't I gotta be true to myself. Yeah. I'm gonna go two and a half Kazis. May, three, we'll go three Kazis, okay? Okay, all right. Not bad, right. not terrible. Yeah, I enjoy it's it. It's not Gremlins too. Again, it's something with myself. It's something built in my brain. I love watching Transformer stuff. But if I could watch, I watch a full episode. It, I'll watch a full season. Th- this I movie is perfect movie. to watch the first act and then just kind of stop caring about it. As soon as I look away, as soon as I'm done, you ask me what that was about. I don't know. I can go to coffee with my wife in the morning. New Optimus Prime died, though. I knew that. I go to coffee with my wife in the morning. Reiterate everything that happens in that uh, Woodstock 99 documentary. I couldn't tell her a fucking thing that happened in this movie other than Optimus Prime dies and Hot Rod Fishes. Neither but could yeah, I. Pretty good. I, I, I'm glad we talked about it. I hope I didn't bum you out by being too no, negative. By being, You weren't that negative. I got, right now, I'll tell you, give a Transformer a fish, you'll eat for a day, teach a Transformer to fish, and he'll accidentally get Optimus Prime killed a few minutes later. Five faves, two retweets already. Nice. Well, we got three coming up right now, and you can find that retweet at Reamcore. R E A M K O R E. Hell yeah! Uh, also on the Instagram, the Twitters, where I'm retweeting that tweet, and uh, all around, you know, check yeah. out the nostalgic front. You rule. Yeah, uh, you can find me at Patrick Casey. That's at P A T R I C K H A S T I E. PatrickCasey.com for upcoming shows. Got a couple little things coming up. Nothing, nothing big yet. I'll get back to you. I'll get out to you with the big shows once they start. Oh, happening. yeah. Reem, well. do, you got, do you got anything in Des Moines coming up? We have listeners. Souter's probably going to come see you do a set here soon, I assume. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll be at. Uh, I think you're hanging out with Souter pretty soon, actually. If you, that's right. I think I heard about that. Uh, uh, yeah, I got some shows coming up. Uh, tell us. Do want, do we, share them. I, I don't have the dates off the top of my head. We'll because figure it out, buddy. That's what the podcast is. We got to get our dates out there. That's what we do. Okay. We're doing this podcast to help our live shows. Remember, well, that's well, why here, we started think, it. It's like August 27th. I'll be at uh, Teehee's mm-hmm. Comedy Club. Uh, uh, hold on. Hold on, brother. Uh, September. I'll be doing the mansion in Davenport, Iowa, with yeah. Chris, Chris Schlichting. On uh, I still can't say. I think it's Schlichting, but I could be wrong. Schlichting. There we go. Uh, I'll be out in Davenport September 29th, and uh, I'm going to be in Omaha, Nebraska. Uh, that's right. Six eight one three one. 
Zach Peterson runs a great show. Oh, don't tell him what it's called. I don't know what it's called. It's a secret. So, uh-huh. Uh, that'll be the third Saturday in September. Fantastic. Goddamn, right. fantastic. Which is I'll, the 17th. I'll be at the Brooklyn Comedy Club randomly over the next couple weeks, and then uh, QED, <laughs> all sorts of stuff. I'll pop it up. Uh, Goddamn, we're doing it, man. We're coming back. Delta Strain's killing off all the people who didn't take yeah. a shot, so that's fun. Um... Get on the Patreon if you want. Give us a dollar. I know this show's been a fucking nightmare train wreck, but, we're, you know, we love it. And we love you. And we're having a blast. Yeah. Um, It's fun, Reem. I'll tell you, it's fun talking to you every week. Yeah, exactly. I'll tell you, does it? And now, because your whole life has changed a lot. My life is very similar to what it used to be. I do know you're gone. Does that make sense? I'm, I'm not gone. It does feel... I, it, I think... It's hard to explain. For the last year, we did the podcast in court, like separate. Yeah. But it, there is a, I do know that you're not in New York anymore. Yeah. It feels slightly different. Mm-hmm. Not in a negative way, mostly in a positive way, because it's kind of cool to see what you're doing. But it's weird. I kind of thought that there was going to be no change. You know? Yeah. That's that's interesting. So uh, get on the Patreon if you want. Give us another dollar, five dollars, ten dollars. Uh, Chris Evans, I know you listen. If you want to get on there, that'd be cool. Oh yeah. Um, Hell Christian yeah. Slater, come back. Come come. You know, be on it. We'll we'll bring back guests if it's for Christian yeah, Slater just, and Chris Evans. Yeah, getting so stoked for uh, John Candy month. Oh yeah. When is that? October. Yeah, I think that we decided on. I think we did as well. We also have uh, recently decided, thanks to one of our uh, friend of the show, uh, Grammar Hole. We decided on uh, next year, we can go ahead and tease this now, <laughs> uh, April 2022, Christian Slaperl, one year Slater. So <laughs> we'll come back with four other things for that. Um, <laughs> get on the Patreon, tell your friends, be cool, never die. And as always, remember, if you're not an NFR, you're an MFR. So get, get the, the fuck, fuck out, out of here. It's great to have friends like Patrick and Reem who are obscure and yet thoughtful. I love this podcast.